Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to the Behind the Racket Pod. The podcast taking you behind the racket with today's top tennis players and biggest issues facing the sport. Behind the Racket is a community to give fans and players in the world of tennis the opportunity to open up like they have never done before. Visit BehindTheRacket.com for the latest stories, merch, as well as direct links to all of the latest podcasts. It can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. Download the episodes and make sure to leave a review. And we want you to be a part of the conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. Special thanks to my sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack. You can also help support the podcast by visiting Patreon.com slash BehindTheRacketPod and receive rewards from our travels around the world. And now... We are sitting with Mr. Dennis Kudla, who, um, no disrespect to the behind the racket. I mean, the, 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 the cost stuff is, is pretty clean. I got to yeah. tell you, it's, it's not bad. Um, uh, how did you solve the mystery of Garrett Johns? I, I just didn't want this to happen. This is like the eighth one. Noah gave me, uh, I watched Noah's match. Yes. <laughs> so I feel like uh, I got a little Next. bit of cheat code <laughs> right there, but uh, just stayed super aggressive. Didn't let yeah. it breathe, so that was that was that was my game. I, I love you. You know I love you. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. Okay. I it's tried fine. Again, between podcasts, yeah, it's and we've fine. had six today, so that's also a lot, I mean, of a lot of the guys. Like I have this is my first match or second match since French. Yeah, so it's been a while. Right. It's so not having rhythm. Like yesterday yep. in the beginning, I was like, I thought I played Kevin King. We played a practice match four days ago in Atlanta, and it was ugly. Yeah. So I did not expect to play that well. How was the wedding? Um, just just walk um, us through that. Wedding was good. Um, we did it in South Carolina, in Bluffton, where Isner got married, and the Beebs. So, <laughs> yeah, it was good. That's not why we went. Right, okay. We went. I just want to, yeah, uh, we definitely make, need to make that but, clear. Yeah, I like to just say that. Um, <laughs> but it was great. It was like a week-long thing with just family. Uh, I was an emotional wreck. It hit me way harder than I thought. I actually threw up on wedding day. Um, and for the nerves, and then I ended up like crying for like half an hour with my parents. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, wow, I feel great. Now I did I- feel honored. He allowed me to read his vows prior yeah. to it. Yeah. And you get emotional. I mean, this is yeah, crazy. For sure. Yeah. Honestly, though, the next day, you're, you're a husband. Do things change? Uh, no, I don't think so. You, 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 the only thing that it's almost like a little bit of a um, it hits the ego because on wedding day, you truly think the world's revolving around you guys. Yes. <laughs> and then it's over and you're like, wow, like nobody really cares. Like, okay, like <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So, I mean, it shouldn't change that much, I don't think. I mean, you should already have a life that feels like you're married. But Have you called her a girlfriend in this time? Uh, I have, yeah. I've messed up yeah. two or three times. She has two. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. said it was weird. We're getting, we're getting used to it now. We almost yeah. have to call each other like wife and husband just to make sure that we don't forget. <laughs> uh, I'll call her girlfriend. I'll call her fiance. Like, fiance never really like was smooth for me. Uh, yeah, that yeah, never yeah. took for yeah. me either. 
I, I just I always forget. So like I always say girlfriend and then just a wife. But wife, I must feel like old <laughs> saying that. And I was like, eh. Dennis, I mean, it's you're strange. not you're not young. I'm not young anymore. I mean, I'm not young. my hair will say that I'm not young. <laughs> but the beard is magnificent. I mean, yeah. that that whole process looks know, fantastic. Everyone thinks I dye my I dye my beard, but it's all natural. What what I've respected because everybody's football this basketball that. You're like the only person I could talk hockey to. The only oh, person that actually respects the hockey. sport of hockey. And that is like my dream come true. It's incredible. It's such an underrated sport. But it, you could big. play, actually. I played street hockey. I couldn't okay. skate. I'm a terrible skater. But like hitting, uh, I played a lot of street hockey when I was younger uh, with my brother. So uh, rollerblading, I trusted a little bit more than skating. But I've always been kind of cautious when it came came to like any kind of injuries like my knees and stuff yeah. so I, I never like let it go so then when you see uh, Sebi out there on the ice and obviously he's very talented at the game I mean do you do you cringe a little bit just seeing him out there skating and playing a little bit <sighs> yeah I mean he's a Bruins fan so I don't, I don't like anything, <laughs> anything, anything, that he does. anything that he talks about I mean you're an Islanders fan yeah not a fan either uh, but hey caps they finally got the cup yeah one year so it's a it's a big deal yeah. uh, it, you know before you were born Huge. they had four years yeah. yeah it was a big deal it was a big deal I remember that Hockey's just awesome it's just the ultimate like the, I think they're some of the best athletes are always under the radar yes. they don't talk like they just don't do much and it's just like it's just badass insane so, athletes ridiculous insane athletes. I mean I think tennis is the hardest sport in the world with all variable factors and I put hockey at like two or three because boxing's questionable boxing could be one because they're crazy <laughs> really you MMA think so MMA is up there yeah I, would I think boxing MMA, MMA yeah. because they're literally beating the crap out of each other and then I think when it comes to like normal sports I think tennis is the hardest of all variables and then I'd put hockey because I think hockey does everything we do except for they like a big game is 15 minutes so it's sprinting but it's still like they uh, anything with the team i already put behind tennis do you th how do you think i would take a hit from chara skating 28 oh miles per hour well he'd probably skate under his legs <laughs> barzell style yeah exactly so well you have to warm up here um you are going to be playing the 90 degree heat here indoors it. at Kerry. um it. it's it's obviously that we're doing the best we can uh, right now and i yeah. know that's that's true in so many different levels right now, Dennis. Absolutely. Um, if you're the commissioner in charge uh, of, of tennis right now, how do you improve the quality of life? How do you improve the, the quality of opportunity for players at the challenger level as somebody who has seen some of the peaks um, yeah. over the years? I mean, obviously, it's a tough question with just every – I mean, first and foremost, I feel like – it comes to just how everything's run as kind of a business in tennis. And I, I, I don't think if, if tennis was put into how other businesses are run, like I don't, I don't think it's run well. Uh, but money is big, but where is that money coming from and how is it distributed? Um, I think you should be 200, 300 in the world and should at least be able to afford a coach. Um, you should be able to say you're 200 in the world and like I can afford a home mm. uh, and, and not have that. It's it's just kind of shocking to me how much we put into it. Um, but improving it, I mean, okay, you get your free hotels. Uh, I mean, more travel grants would be awesome, especially the way flights are going. You know, yeah. not like airlines care about what we're doing. They're like, $600 domestic? I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, when I first started at 18, I mean, my flight from Tampa, Atlanta the other week was the same price as when I went to Australia when I was 18. Mm. <laughs> I was like, it's absurd. Yeah. So uh, stuff like that is kind of, kind of big. I mean, I, I would think I'd almost take in two scenarios of either 
would you rather have the same prize money we have now, but then all expenses covered, or everything we still pay for, and it's at your way of saying it, but you have more prize money, so you use the money as you like. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'd almost, I don't know which one I would take, but um, I feel like those situations need, need to happen uh, in order for everyone's life to be where it should be in the Challenger Tour. It's a long way from that. I don't know if it will ever happen, but... Um, it just is what it is. I mean, I think I think players need to come together. I think they're trying to right now. Yeah. Uh, I think I think a lot of talk, but no action is just not going to get anywhere. I mean, it, yeah. Unfortunately, right now you look at tournaments and the prize money's dropped, but guys, it's still loaded draws. And I'm like, we're not yeah. really helping our cause right now. Yeah. So um, it just is what it is. But we'll see what happens. It is what it is. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> a top three phase of 2020. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we play because we kind of have to, but for a big change in what we have to do for it, um, a lot of a lot of talking and you need negotiating power. But I just think, as a players, as a union, we don't or not even union. I won't say that. As yeah, don't just, use that. The you no, 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 word no, no, is no. not as allowed. Players, as players, just like being players, we don't really have much negotiating power, and we're not really. I don't know what we could do to change anything without, unfortunately, not playing. Um, so we'll say I'd rather not do that. But yeah. if it comes to that, I mean, then it's just going to see who's uh, – I don't know if I can curse on this or not. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Who's got the balls to do it, you know? Like, <laughs> not cursing, but we've done a little bit worse than yeah, that. Yeah, we've definitely <laughs> done got, worse than that. Who's got the balls to not play and do all that stuff. So is what it is, uh, again. And, yeah, the future holds some questions. And some answers that we need. Thanks for being a part of it, Dennis. Thank you. Thank you. What's your guys' thought on that? Oh, we've oh, done several podcasts on yeah, that. Yeah, very, yeah, 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 yeah. We don't have to go yeah. back to that right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. if you want to go back and listen to the whole archive. I do need to. I do yeah, need to. I mean, you're certainly welcome. I've just started like, listening to more audiobooks and podcasts, so I need to get on it. Yeah, I, I hate being alone, and, and that's the story of my life. So yeah. I just listen to podcasts. So that yeah. I pretend that I have friends. We'll talk that's, about that later. Okay. I just, I just started okay. listening to my first audiobooks. Uh, David Goggins can't hurt me. At all. That is okay. crazy. All right. There we go. Unbelievable guy. David Goggins, you got your shout out on <laughs> behind the racket pod. There are at least three people who are going to be so excited now. Yeah. Thanks, Dennis. You got it. Nathaniel Lamons, Nate Lamons joining us. Um, listen, I, I, I'm not going to try to make fun of Noah here where I absolutely could, but uh, as Hunter Reese just said as you, you walked up, I mean, you are a specimen. Like, you are absolutely ripped, and I'm a little bit terrified of you. i got to be, especially with the beard, the whole look right now is it's terrifying. it's also groomed. Yes. He's a behemoth, but it's groomed, so you see the neatness of it. Yes. Which is Premeditated behemoth. Yeah. <laughs> How long does it take you to shave? Um, like, when do you do it? I guess I give it a trim every couple of weeks, probably. Please keep tell it me in, use oil. Please tell me you use like something. Really, just on condition, it. conditioner. Yeah, nothing crazy. So you put the hair conditioner in it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. How, how do you handle it with the mask? I mean, what's it's what's terrible. the process? It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not sure actually if you can notice it now because I trimmed it yesterday, but the like bottom of the beard starts to sort of like bend and mm. go down. Does it get like itchy and like hurts almost? It, it does get itchy, yeah. real itchy. Um, yeah, nightmare. It's been a new struggle having all the masks. <laughs> it's a real <laughs> tough life. Real tough life to have a beard right <laughs> but now. But the worst, the worst is when the beard's under it. And you just see yeah. like a little bit of it. Yeah, and it looks ridiculous. Yeah, the mask, it's like peeking out the bottom. Yeah. Um, you you kind of you know how do I put this? You you've kind of come out of nowhere uh, to get where where you've been. Um, That's fair. <laughs> That's a fair. Um, you know, I remember you showing up in I think it was Charlottesville one one year, and I'm just like, who the hell is that guy? 
and and now you're you're semi there, yeah. you're you're, you're not just a guy. Um, you know, do you, do you have an appreciation of 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 that of that journey yet? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I think. Yeah, I mean, it really stems back from college. I mean, I really came came in as irrelevant to the college lineup uh, freshman year, and by the end of it, was contributing. So I think that time growing up and in college really gave me a different uh, perspective than a lot of players, especially guys still playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, most most guys were kind of studs the whole way. Um, now you're just a stud in real life, like an actual I mean, stud. I like to think so, but... <laughs> you just picture him with, like, Captain America. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Armor. <laughs> Considered that for Halloween, actually. <laughs> Not about it. <laughs> the version where he has a beard later Yeah, right, on of course. Series. Sure. Yeah, obviously. So obviously. is that why you're a nice person? <laughs> That's probably part of it, yeah. You know, it wasn't always, you know, towards the top of things, so it you never had that ego. And then... You fight being with Bambo and being next to him. And fighting his ego. I have to counterbalance <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Is, it, is it true you are, you are, like, I do think of you, all kidding aside, as, like, Texan Texan. Accurate? Pretty Texan, yeah. Is I it, grew up in the oh, cities, what? but. Is the it, way he said that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Is it yeah, accurate no. <laughs> that you guys had multiple levels of having to learn Texas history? Not just American oh, history, but um, actual. I was told that like that the was. Alamo? Like literal Perfect, Texas actually. history. Uh, yes. yes. So in junior high, I forget what exactly the the circulation was. This is a great question. Yeah, I haven't gotten this one before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the history class that we took in junior high uh, went from world history, U.S. history, and Texan history. Yeah. So we had to learn sort of, yeah, the, the different... Um, you know, battles and whatnot. Oh my God, the Alamo was fantastic. It's a square, and there's like a subway next to it now. Yep. <laughs> it's, I, I, I think as a kid, I always imagined it bigger. Yes. And you go there in person, and it's tiny. Yeah. Yes. It's really small. Like I, I, it big you significance, really, small. Yes. Like, physical. But, but you think then about actually what happened there, and and you see how small it was. It's shocking, yeah. really. Yeah, it is. Right. It's sure. like when you meet Mike for the first time. <clears throat> <laughs> I, listen, I've been ripping on him for the last yeah, half an hour, so, so it's okay. He can make one fat one. joke, and that's totally fine. That's also why I'm so impressed by you. Um, so, so the real question here, the, the serious question for you, you Nate, um, if you're commissioner it, of the sport I'm of sorry. tennis. Yeah, Is that ahead. a hurricane outside? No, it's just rain. It's fine. Let's not joke about hurricanes here because we've actually had hurricanes for three straight years before this one. That's true. Sorry. So, okay. A huge fan in here makes it feel like a hurricane. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, but uh, if you're commissioner of tennis... Um, how would you improve the quality of, of life and the quality of condition for challenger level players? Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's a tough question. I think uh, I think the easiest answer probably is 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 more money. Just maybe not just on the surface level of you know having more money come in and just the comfort level of that. I think it's more just like what you can do with that in life. You know, is whether it's a nicer place or something like that. But I think. That's a kind of a uh, cop-out answer, personally, because I think that's not like a real solution to yeah. anything. Just saying more money is just kind of everybody's complaint in general, probably. Um, but practically what that means, um, I think for me, the ability to play closer to home would be great. Um, whether that means more of the same size tournament, more of the larger ones, I think um, personally, I, I, I'm a feel the feel the the struggle of all the oracle events being you know kind of yeah. taken off they i feel like they did a great job they were bigger events as well and they were close to home and there were a bunch of different levels which i thought was great for the sport great for american players 
Um, so I feel like if I could get something more like that, where there's where there's more events at more levels, um, whereas I think kind of right now, especially in Europe, I feel like if it's not a Challenger 125, it's a Challenger 80, and there's no sort of in between. Mm. And um, especially with doubles, the the difference between an 80 and a 125 is huge. Yeah. Um, money wise and point wise, probably the same for singles, I'd imagine. But no, it's a big deal. But especially, I mean, for you guys making, I think like $1,500 if you win this. You know, per person. Right. You know, once you're getting up to a 125, I mean, you're looking it's at 500 some, for a first round. Right. You're yeah. looking at some real cash at that point. So yeah. no. Yeah, money, money trees. I believe Kendrick Lamar uh, talked about money trees, and Wise we, we don't. Yeah, we don't necessarily have that opportunity just for them to be popping up. Coming from a guy who's so white, he's literally fading away right now. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, you're gonna take me through a workout later, so I can I'd actually work to. off some of this I'd fat be happy because to, yeah. I've made yeah. an appointment later at the hotel. If okay. Like to join. Yeah, sounds good. I appreciate it, Nate. Thanks so much <laughs> for joining us. No worries. So beginning of my tennis broadcasting career, uh, this man played a big part, Alex Bogomolov Jr., uh, a match against Bradley Klon at Winnetka 2013. Uh, <laughs> my first viral moment when you just, apparently, it, I, I didn't know until later, I, I thought you had just quit the tennis match uh, and you, you had an injury and you'd apparently previously disclosed that, but I had no idea. And so all of a sudden people are showing clips of me saying what the hell is this guy doing uh, quitting a tennis match they don't care about you but it's just like you leave it's all this about guy me all in yeah. the booth alone yeah. uh, I mean, <laughs> so thank you for that everybody needs their moment yeah <laughs> no no yeah I, you know honestly it, it was it wasn't all injury and it wasn't all you know whatever happened on the court it was like a mixture of everything that, that kind of went on that week and and i felt you know i felt a certain way you know certainly after um changing nationalities and, yeah right and then that was my first tournament back in the u.s and when i which i've played my whole life and i've been around usta my whole life and um and then and then coincidentally i actually withdrew from a, a doubles match after my first singles because I, my back was spasming right. the whole the whole week there and 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 against bradley klan i ju you know it's just one of those things where <laughs> enough was enough yeah. and 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 I'm not. Pr I'm not the most proud of it. I think. I think that if there was ever a match to walk out of, that was probably it. <laughs> I have a more serious question, though. The bun. The bun. The bun. Yeah. Do you let it fly sometimes? How long does it take you in the morning? I'm getting so sick and tired of it. I like it <laughs> with like the the, the 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 things that keep the hair up and stuff. Like yeah, I'm yeah. running out. Sometimes I can't find it. I have to use a rubber band. Can you take it out for us right now? Yeah, man. Look. Let's see this. It's very long. Wow. Wow. Oh, it's glorious, though. It's, it is, it's it is lion, fantastic. It's lioness like. Lioness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that looks fantastic. And do you do stuff to it? You put product Never, in? No, 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 no. I mean, sometimes shampoo and conditioner, but that's about it. Uh, no, man, I don't know. I feel, <laughs> I feel like I can play better, better tennis with it. I've, I've heard players who turn into coaches say this, that they feel they're actually better at the sport after they give it up because of the fact that they're just playing loose and relaxed. Is that it's accurate for you? True. Oh my yeah. God, watching it's him hit balls right now inside. Yeah. I didn't miss a ball. It's smacking it's balls 100%. around. You, there's no pressure. You don't care what racket you play with. You don't care what strings you play <laughs> with. You just, you come out, swing some balls, and then and it's all about a feeling that you have that day of, you know, how, how, how well. You're always hitting well as a coach. <laughs> <laughs> there's never really pressure for you to, to you, you know. Uh, 
to play extraordinary and win. You're just trying to keep the ball in play. How weird is it for you to be on the other side of things, but at this level here, you know, being here with Jack, obviously, and with Throw a little bit, and just being in this kind of atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. No, you know how this year, this whole year, when uh, you know it's it's been a little challenging for all of us, but um, but to to still be able to kind of finish the year off and 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 have tournaments to play, I think it's a positive. Um, but but definitely to be around the guys and kind of. Uh, be back in the swing of things at a challenger level here in the UST is also good because you, you know I kind of grew up in this, so it's been good. You, you and Jack both have uh, have pretty strong personalities. I think would be the way I would put it, Bogey. Uh, yeah. How how do you manage those moments when you guys both have uh, strong personality moments, if you will? I mean, we go at it. Uh, we go at it. We definitely yeah. go at it, and and it's a healthy. Um, healthy thing I think I think expression is always the best thing communication between a player and the coach um, but like you said his his personality is strong and I have to respect the fact that he has his opinions yeah. about what what uh, what he thinks is the best for his career and and I'm just you know I'm trying to help help in the in the way of you know with with certain experience as well and um, but yeah we, de we definitely clash over some things but I think mainly because we're so competitive yeah so Last question before the final one. You always look like you're ready for a pickup basketball game. Yes. And I saw you in Del Rey. Yes. And you were good. Yes. Is this a passion of yours? Do you passion. actually passion. love it? I love it. Probably <laughs> like it more than tennis. I love it more than tennis. Really? Yeah. And team is what? Uh, What's your team? Well, you know, I've always loved Miami Heat even before LeBron got there. I used to go to the, 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 pink, the pink arena mm, there yeah, before yeah. the American yeah. Airlines arena. And like with guys like Vashawn Leonard and obviously Tim Hardaway, but... Did you just say Vashon Leonard? Do you remember Vashon Leonard? I do. I'm, <laughs> listen, I, you know that I, went, I was at the University of Illinois, so I know Big Ten basketball. He played at Minnesota. So, I mean, like, yeah. Vashon Leonard used to have unbelievable, yeah. Uh, yeah, but we, we, I mean, we, we, you know, we, we, try to play, um, we try to play on the weekends, yeah. you know, in a safe way. It's tough. To try, yeah. It's tough. Keep, keep the thumbs safe, I think. Yeah, yes. you go off for rebounds <laughs> with a fist, close yes. fist. You, you yeah. know I know Kay Nunn and, and Myers Leonard. Oh really? Yeah, because I was the public address announcer for Illinois basketball. I so hope I know Myers stays in the Heat. I, I hope so too. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. And, and He's a good guy to have on the team. Yes, he is. All right. So the the serious question, as as we let you go and, and, and enjoy the day here in Cary, that's pouring outside. But if you're commissioner of tennis, how do you improve the quality of of life, quality of uh, level for challenger level players? As somebody who's seen all sorts of different levels in your career, that's a great question. Um, I think there's a lot of different uh, diff different areas that, that that obviously can get better, um, but you, you know, with with this pandemic, there they they become even more uh, more serious, and um, I think mostly it has to be in uh, in in the best interest of the players because the players make the make the circuit and. I think that if next year sort of becomes a, you know a little bit more normalized than and and uh, back to back to regular schedule yeah. I think the be the best thing with with challenges would be uh, obviously the number one thing is increase of prize money um the the opportunity to 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 have a a good schedule set for players that are Coming from Latin America and 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 having a lot more 
I think challengers on on hard. Um, so having a good balance, I think. Um, I think it's tough with the travel for a lot of guys. So I think kind of. Uh, I always thought that maybe even you know how they had the the the, the challengers final. Yeah. Mm. Final. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think doing uh, doing a lot more of those kinds of things mid season. Yes. Um, and I and I just I think the the the. T- taking advantage of the opportunity, but now that everything is fresh and it's starting over again, the way that the you know that the clubs approach it of how to run the challenger, I think those are big things. And um, but definitely start getting more innovative with, with things that are going on in this world and kind of improving the calendar in general. And um, you know, obviously eliminating the the the, the very lower uh, the very lower part of the challenger. I guess steps and kind of start increasing from there. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, you know, just keep keep the basketball game active, um, and maybe we'll join you at some point. I've I've seen Noah play. He's not. He's not terrible. No, yeah. No. I know. I see you shoot. You were <laughs> shooting. Shoot you were shooting. You were shooting. You were shooting. You were shooting. All right. Thanks, Bogey. Appreciate, appreciate it, you guys. Thanks. Uh, we are joined. Uh, actually, this is now that I think about it. This is you. You did the podcast with me after Noah had left in Australia. So it was just well, me and you. Last year, this year. I think this it was this year. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year. Yeah, um, but Luke Bambridge rejoining us here on the podcast. Um, He's an all-time favorite for me. I don't know about you. Because of the fact you weren't there, and so the podcast was actually better. I actually just like him as a person. Oh, I don't. Oh, oh but it's. Stuff. The disappointment. And then I hate you, though. It's like this triangle. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As as we were talking a little bit earlier, um, you you have spent the chunk of the last two years um, away from the challenger level. Uh, What's it? What's it like being back here and having to deal with me? I think it's a perk of uh, (laughs) of playing the playing the challenges in the U.S. It's not the only perk. Um, No, I think. I think that the challenges in the US, they definitely have their pros and cons. Um, pros being, I feel like I came through this like US challenger circuit kind of swing, played a lot of them. Uh, felt com- Always feel comfortable playing in them. Not necessarily saying I've got loads of good results of them, but just feel comfortable playing in them. A lot of people that I know, friendly faces, obviously yourself, Mike, commentating on the matches. Not that I play on center court much. No, I, um, trust me, that's by design. That's for the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I always enjoy it. And, and when those challenges, some of the challenges have gone on in the, in the past, and I've been at some, some ATPs elsewhere, I've seemed to miss them. You yeah, know, you text me. Mine is like Tiburon. Yes. I always miss Tiburon. Um, I do miss Kerry. I really like how the center court is. It's a really nice center court. Yes. Um, and they make it feel like a homely tournament, obviously different with COVID this year, but I feel like they usually put in a, a lot of effort. Are you, um, did, is it true that you are marrying uh, someone in Texas specifically, though, to become a citizen, uh, so you maybe <laughs> will get a few more wild cards here in the States? Is that, is that accurate? That's incorrect, because all the wild cards in the States go to Noah. No. No, 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 they don't. Oh, no, no, they don't. On the doubles side, they do. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard there was a lot of shit talking when the doubles wild card was distributed to Noah Rubin this past two years. Yeah, no, last two years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't complain. I played U.S. wild cards last two years at U.S. Open. 
one win, one loss. Yeah, which, which one did you win? Do you Can you remember? We, we just scraped by against Ty and Noah. But okay. I'm telling you, it was just. It was 7-6 in the third, so... I, yes, but I, I knew the time. answer to that. Okay, I just want to yeah. make sure I... I didn't want to sound like that guy. No, it's okay. I'm Although that guy. I do like being that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little tired right now. I've <laughs> been beating up more than a few times today. Um, you know, the accent, you talk really fast, you like making jokes. You're actually a really thoughtful person. During World Team Tennis, we had some deep conversations. Mm-hmm. Is it all a front? No. <laughs> I, th- I think that my... The, the the banter side of me is more of a, more of a front, um, but not necessarily. Loads of people will know that that caring caring side to me. There's probably a few players on on the tour who will know that side. Um, Liam Brody being one, and Nate Lamons being another, and and, and there's a few. Um, but no, I just like to. I, I prefer private messages for. Um, more important, meaningful things. So, for instance, you say something on a group chat about BTR or whatever it may be, I will message you privately or rather than saying it on the group, I'll message you privately to say, hey, thanks for your hard work. Rather than I think You don't want to show your sensitivity. No, I think it's a token gesture sometimes if you say it on a group chat to say... say, I did appreciate it a lot. uh, Well done. And also... I think during lockdown, we had a phone call, like 20, 20 25 minute phone yeah. call, um, just talking about what you're up to and the stuff that you're doing, putting in and you asking me what I was up to. So no, I just like to reach out to a few people and, and it's not everyone I do that to, um, but yeah. And to get into this group, you said Brody, you said mm-hmm. Lamons, you all have to be perfectly groomed as we hear a broken rack in the background. It's just Mitch. <laughs> just Mitch. Just, just Mitch, no big deal. Do you all have to be like, it's, it's a great fade. Yeah. This is nice. I want you to tighten this up a little I bit. I do need to tighten up a bit. A yeah, little yeah. bit, but everything else is yeah. really nice. Um, I think it seems with, with those two names that yeah. I just brought out there, they do Brody's the to, pinnacle. Yeah, he really yeah. is. Brody is the, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell him that, though. Oh, he knows. I mean, yeah, yeah he, he knows. Well yeah, he That's how he walks it. around. He loves himself. Yeah. Um, but no, no, no. He's, he, he, uh, he's one of those people. He has a huge front as well. Um, huge front of just like banter, banter, banter. Yeah. I don't care, banter. And then, but obviously so much stuff's gone on in the years between me and him, yeah. and knowing deep, meaningful stuff between right. us. So uh, both of us can cut through each other's, uh, others' uh, egos. <laughs> egos and egos and yeah. I, I will say uh, as a compliment to the both of you, there, there are four people tennis players to whom my daughter has FaceTimed or WhatsApp video chatted and, and you are amongst the two. Um, That's a compliment. That means yeah. something. Yeah, it means something. That's yeah. the first compliment I've yeah. gotten in a few weeks. <laughs> Mike did Thanks. say that you were Marnie's best friend. It's true. Noah, so. I made it. So Yeah. I made it. You've made it. I don't That's really. the pinnacle. Yeah. That's the pinnacle. Yeah. Well, All right. So the big question here. Mm-hmm. Um, you have obviously seen some of the peaks now having, you know, deep runs and slams. You've won an ATP title. Mm-hmm. You've also spent a lot of time um, in challengers around yeah. the world. What do you think is the best way right now to improve the quality of life, the quality of opportunity for challenger level players? Um, I think obviously the obvious answer is more money. Um, but I think it takes winning so much at challenger level to break through to ATP. 
Um, I don't know how many wins it is on the points-wise on the single side, but on the double side, there's there's literally you see it in the points total. There's 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 a threshold of what you can what you can reach, and I think it highlights more on the double side because it, it's 45 points to win a round of a 250, and that's like making final of a 80. So that's that's three to one ratio right there that you have to win more matches. Yeah. Um, and I've I've had this conversation multiple times with what, what I how I did it and then also with with Nate Lamons and and what he has to go through and everything like that and he he's like I've just got to win like four or five challenges in a row and that's like <laughs> to get your head around that's right. absurd that that is like concentration for it's it's not as physical obviously as the single side but just concentration wise because it comes down to like one or two tiebreakers yeah. yeah. it's it's really tough yeah. um, and you can go on losing streaks and anything um, so i think the 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 points differential is really difficult and i wouldn't be necessarily so against um, actually making the doubles points at 250s a different breakdown to what a um, a, a, a singles 250 is because right. I actually think making semis of a or making find of a challenger in singles is somewhat easier to making quarters or semis of of, 250. A, of a 250. Yeah. So it, it it's almost the other way. Um, but I do think on the double side I wouldn't be opposed to a different breakdown, um, which would therefore allow more players to break through quicker and easier. Yeah. You still have to win a lot of matches, um, and 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 there usually is one team a year one or two teams a year um that do do the challenger breakthrough so for instance two years ago it was myself and johnny amara yeah. and vliegen and gilles uh last year it was purcell savile and then obviously kravitz mees yeah. that was a couple of years ago as well um and then this year you know you're looking at behar escobar who mm-hmm. have won so much so much at challenger level but is is that wrong that it takes it's only two maybe three teams maximum every year to kind of break 70 like that could be that, that's difficult um and it's just a different look at you know the double side which not everyone sees sometimes i know noah has made a huge effort to to know to incorporate doubles and stuff that he's projects he's doing we appreciate that um but i think that's just something different that you could say separate to the money because you'd give yourself more opportunities at 250s to earn the money. Well, I think it kind of comes into the idea of making it. You know, everybody talks about the tours, the ATP tour. Yeah. You know, you're fighting for 80 spots in the world, basically, and doubles is basically even less at that point. So why is that only making it? And it comes down to money and distribution of that, but that's so sad. I mean, we have 600 very talented tennis players fighting for 80 spots. Mm-hmm. Everybody's questioning, why aren't you there yet? And that's what I think it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. And the difference in level, let me tell you, is it's not much at all. Um, it, it really isn't. It really, really isn't. Uh, your your sister, and we're going to let you go here because you answered the serious question. If I remember, your sister was doing a, a little bit of a, a toy business in, in, mm-hmm. in England. I followed, and I was yeah. trying to support it. Uh, how, how's she doing with that? I'm actually not sure. Uh, she, she's actually stayed quiet about it. Really? Um, I think it'll, it'll come back up over Christmas. Okay, because I listen. <laughs> Christmas is a good time of year. For yeah. Marnie has gotten a little bit away from from the age that she was reaching out to, but I mean, listen, Peppa Pig. Yeah. I mean, I I know all of the characters so incredibly well, and what's the one with the fairy land? Uh, it's by the Mike same people. Mike watches a lot of this himself. Yeah. When Marnie, it, 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 <laughs> Ben Ben and Holly. Okay. 
okay. uh, Ben and Holly. You're talking a language I don't uh, speak. It's made by the same people who do Peppa Pig. I mean, are you? I'm familiar with Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig's great. Yeah. I mean, five-minute cartoons for kids. Yeah. Are you kidding? I, like I'm, everything. I'm sweating right now. Everything yeah. in Great this. Britain is a little bit better. I'm just saying, in terms of the kids' comedy. That's why you and I don't live there. <laughs> I wish someday, someday that You're I can. You're going to be allowed in. Probably not. <laughs> uh, Bambo, thank you. Uh, any trades that we need to make while we're podcasting? We'll talk about it after. Okay. I'm, I'm in for Tariq Hill, though. Okay, sounds good. Thanks. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The show might be over, but the conversation isn't. Join us on social media at NoahRubin33, at MikeCTennis, and at Behind the Racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you Behind the Racket.